This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, please tell me who you are and what you do. Sure. Before that, congratulations on increasing popularity of the podcast. I love the format <laughs> and I'm humbled to be on the podcast today. My name is Nithi Daga. Uh, what do I do? Four things. I'm a mom of two young, highly curious boys. I'm director of product marketing at WePay, a JP Morgan Chase company. I'm a social entrepreneur and I'm a laundromat business owner. <laughs> Nitty, it's so great to have you on the show and I really appreciate all the kind words. Question number two, what's the best thing about working in your industry? So as you know, I transitioned from healthcare, like a long-term healthcare veteran who transitioned into a fintech industry. Fintech industry is at nexus of banking, financial industry, which has lagged innovation. It's like the slow moving behemoth. And then you pair it with highly fast evolving technology. And I get to converge them to shape how value transaction, how trade, how commerce happens every day. And that's fascinating to me. Um, for example, I was placing an order for face mask, which in my mind is the new fashion accessory these days. And for my kids, I wanted it personalized. So I went on Etsy and placed an order. So with this, I was able to reach to the small business owner who is running their business in Montana from their home through this Etsy platform. I'm able to do a value transaction. And behind the scenes, within WePay or with FinTech, we get to power those transactions, right? So I think that's the fun part for me. I get to shape, I, I get to create these trades and transactions, and that's fascinating. I also am intrigued by the complexity of FinTech. Like I thought healthcare was complex. FinTech is even more complex. Like the business model we have is B to B to B to C. <laughs> Um, and you just have to think of so many stakeholders and the regulations and the compliance and all of this magic needs to happen. The money needs to exchange hands and all of this needs to happen seamlessly and flawlessly. And I love that complexity. Oh, I, I love that too. And, and, it, and it, it's, it's the opportunity too, as you describe it, it I, I hadn't thought of this, but it's the opportunity for these small businesses to be able to do business with people from pretty much all over the world that they wouldn't have had that opportunity to do, uh, to do without the fintech. Am I correct? Yeah, totally. So we are like breaking down these boundaries and borders, right? Like now we don't think about placing an order online and maybe someone's shipping, sitting in India or China or Vietnam is shipping those goods and services to us. Um, so yeah, it's amazing. And the cool part is there is so much innovation that needs to happen in this space. Um, and this is just the beginning. Um, so I'm sort of excited to see where fin fintech industry goes and how that, it evolves. That's really neat. Me too, actually. <laughs> Question <laughs> I have a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What chapter would you think most companies should read? Well, I'd love to get a copy of that book. Looks great. <laughs> um, I love to read. So this one is hard for me. I would recommend Thinking Fast and Slow from Daniel Kahneman. Um, book offers chock full of simple but profound psychological, behavioral, and economic example and insights. 
that help you make better decisions. Great example, I was on Amazon last night looking for something and then this recommendation comes up of a product that I don't need, but it had $10.99 as a price crossed off and it said $7.99. So they were playing with my psychology there, right? Like 1099, they anchor me on that price and then they make me feel like, wow, I'm getting a big deal <laughs> with 799. And my fast brain, right? My fast thinking, which is more like just go mundane, just go with the gut. I added it to the cart. And then I paused and my slow brain got thinking, do I need it? I have like five similar tools like that in my kitchen. <laughs> Um, so my slow brain sort of helped me in making that decision making and removed it from the cart, which I'm glad I did. But it's sort of crazy how fast and slow thinking comes in everyday life. And I, as a business leader or a product marketer or as a product builder, I want to use these concepts to nudge the nudge and influence the consumer behavior. And that's what I like really about this book how I can take these examples and use them in my day-to-day life. I love that. It's such a great example that you gave that all of us can, uh, can relate to. So thank you for that. Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude and care for customers, what advice or insight would you give to other business leaders? I'm a very simple girl. So you will see that. Be curious. Uh, after getting lots of experience, Within an industry, I found myself getting complacent and I feel like sort of my fast thinking brain takes over (laughs) and I force myself to be curious. I always ask why, what if, how might we solve this problem? What am I missing? Um, I learn something new every day. I challenge my brain and I'm amazed on how much fun it can be. Um, I think of my projects as experiments, right? When you create a hypothesis, run an experiment, learn and pivot. And what I have found is this intellectual curiosity actually has made me a more flexible thinker, which I really appreciate. So I can think fast, I can experiment, I can fail. I'm definitely taking more risk than I used to because I'm not afraid of failing and I know I can pivot. Um, So with intellectual curiosity, like the world, I think someone said world will always be full of magic and wonder. And I believe that, and I would um, hope that other business leaders embrace that. Mm, I love that. And, and it, it, it's actually that curiosity that you're talking about. It just opens up the world of possibilities too. Uh, am, I, am I correct on that? Yeah, totally. Like everything is so amusing. Like you look at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're curious. I, I love it. I love it. Question number five. What other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? So I've been fortunate and I've been inspired by so many business leaders. I have a long list, so I will have to follow up and send send that to you via email if that's okay. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. This one is tricky for me. So the first, I was fortunate to get a consulting job out of my undergrad campus interviewing process. The first job I actually ended up doing was not the consulting. I found myself working in a small clinic as a patient coordinator. And then I became the office manager there. And it's the simplest thing that gave me the most satisfaction, which was putting a smile on patient's face as they walked out of the clinic. 
And that's where I decided I'm going to pivot and move into healthcare. And I learned a lot, customer service, how to help people, uh, things that gave me satisfaction. Um, so yeah, it was wonderful. And I did inform the consulting firm that I'm not going to show up. <laughs> um, so I did let them know. Uh, but it was an amazing journey. I'm glad uh, that first job helped me in shaping my career quite a bit. Mm, and it sure sounds like you made a difference to those patients uh, by having them leave with a smile on their face because that, that, that makes a big difference to, 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 to people, uh, uh, especially if, if they've gone to the clinic for something scary. Yeah, definitely. And it gives you purpose in life as well, uh, which was really important, especially coming out of undergrad where it's like it's amazing, you know, things you can explore and do. And I'm glad I found a mission there. Oh, I love it. So Nidhi, thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find you? Um, LinkedIn is the best way to reach me. Um, so I know you will connect it on the profile. So um, yeah. Um, Perfect. Well, this is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business in Life podcast. For more insights and ideas, please go to LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or iTunes and search for the Winning a Business in Life podcast. Thanks for listening. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.